0: Hello friends and welcome back to the Money Bear podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Daniels, better known as Chloe Bear Money Coach on the internet. We are going to be trying something new with these money tip portions and the intros We're going to start making them their own mini episodes. So if you like the banter and you want to hear from me more than once a week, we're bringing you two episodes a week now because of that. So these episodes with the money tip, with life updates, these are going to be their own separate episodes. And today we are going to talk about how to save money this holiday season. So before we do a little life update, I had so much fun this weekend because I went on a little weekend getaway with my new boyfriend. You guys heard that right. Boyfriend, Clobert Money Coach, has a freaking boyfriend. And what's funny about it is when I posted the fact that I was going on a weekend getaway with the guy from Hinge, I got so many messages of people saying, look out, make sure you're safe, put your fingerprints everywhere. And I just love you guys for that. I love how protective this community is and I clearly made it safe and we had a really good time and we decided we are taking this relationship official. That's about as much as I'm going to share with you guys for now, just because I don't want to get all up in our business just yet, especially with it being a new relationship. So I'm just going to tell you that I have a boyfriend. He is freaking wonderful. I have actually known him for a really long time, even though we did meet on hinge. Um, I met him a few years ago, is what I will say. And things are just going great. I'm really excited to develop this relationship. And someday I will bring him into the Clobear world. But I just want to see what happens with us. I'll still talk about it. I'll explain things to you guys, but I'm not going to introduce him, and I'm also not going to reveal who he is just yet. I will say secret. Some of, some of you may recognize him. So that's all I am going to say. <laughs> but that's what's new in the Clover universe. I'm very happy very excited about it. It's been great. You know how it is at the beginning of a relationship. Like you just feel "Ah," like there's butterflies in your heart. You feel a little sick sometimes because you're just so happy. And with it being the holidays as well, it's just this extra level of coziness that I'm just like, this is so great. And I'm so lucky. And I'm so happy that this is all happening. So that's what we got going on right now in the Clover universe. Just know that it's good. Just know that I'm happy. Just know things are great. I could not ask for a better situation right now. But let's get to your Monday tip of the week, shall we? So it is the holidays. And I do want to talk to you guys about saving money around the holidays because We all know that it's freaking expensive, especially if you're buying for a lot of people. And I actually have seven immediate family members. My parents had five kids in seven years, so we're all very close in age. We're all very close in terms of our relationship as well. But I freaking love the holidays, but... I don't know if you guys know this, but the U.S. News and World Report came out with a recent survey that showed that 42% of Americans expect to go into debt to pay for the holidays this year. And that's a lot, 42%. And of them, 19.6% planned on carrying a credit card balance. 13.4% 13.4% planned on using a buy now, pay later plan, which I hate. And 8.7% said that they used a combination of both. Now, just over 41% of Americans plan to spend 500 or less on shopping this year. And nearly 12% plan to spend $1,000 or more. That's totally fine. Like I want to say first, it's fine if you're spending more money during the holidays. It is fine if you are going a little bit into debt. It's fine if this is... I don't want you to feel guilty is I think what I'm trying to say here. It is normal. This is a time of year where a lot of people are going into debt, are doing a little bit more than they normally would. And that's fine as long as we course correct. But what I want to do is I know that when we're talking about budgeting for the holidays in December, it's probably a little too late for some of us. So what I wanted to do is give you guys a few tips on not only how to save money on your holiday spending this year, but also how to start planning for it next year. So I've got four-ish five tips for you, okay? So my favorite first tip is One, suggest a secret Santa. So if you have a lot of people in your family like I do, buying a gift for everyone I feel like is unreasonable unless you guys are all bankrolling or you all have a very limited budget. So why not try doing something like a secret Santa where you guys are pulling names from a hat. You have a number that nobody can spend above and everybody's just buying for one person. That's what we've been doing for 10 years, if not longer. But it's really nice because it takes the pressure off. And instead of focusing on buying gifts for six, seven people, you're focusing on buying gifts for one person or maybe one person plus your significant other or whatever it is. I think that helps because not only does it allow you to spend more thought on this person, but the overwhelm of trying to figure out the most like thoughtful thing that you could get for multiple people is incredibly difficult and really expensive. So one of the apps that I love using is called Elfster to do this. It'll do the drawing and you can also have your wish list on there that everybody can see and people can like mark off, oh, I already bought this for them without the person actually knowing. So I highly recommend that. It's called Elfster spelled just like it sounds. My second tip is if that's not possible for you, if you're like, Chloe, I would love to do that, but not going to happen. My family is against the secret Santa situation. Try setting a budget for each person. Now I know you're probably like, that's a no brainer. Duh, of course I'm going to do that. But set that. And if you find that you have a hard time sticking to that budget that you set for each person, There's two things you can do to make sure you stick to that. So the first thing that you could do is you could get gift cards in the amount that you want to budget for each person. And then here's the hack. You're not giving them the gift card. You are using that gift card to then go purchase whatever it is that you want to purchase for them. So whatever the present is, you want to go buy them some Nike shoes to so make sure that you stay within the range. You buy a gift card first in that exact amount that you want to spend, that you are budgeting. And then you use that gift card to then purchase the item that you want, those Nike shoes, whatever it is that way. It's like a really hard stop of, okay, this gift card is empty. I can't also add socks and a hat and whatever else it is that I was going to get this person. So that's one way to do it. The other way is if you are a physical store person, if you like to go out and go shopping, try something like the envelope method for your holiday shopping. For example, instead of doing the gift card method, you could take out in cash the amount that you want to spend on each individual person and You put the money for each person in their own separate envelope. So if I'm going to buy, if I'm putting a $50 limit for my brother, Ethan, I'm going to have an envelope with Ethan's name on it. And I'm going to put $50 cash in there so that when I go out shopping for him, where am I going to pay for his gift? I'm going to take it out of the Ethan envelope. That's another one that will help you. If you get into the gift giving spirit and you get swept up in it, which I am definitely that type of person, this is a way for you to be like, no, I have financial goals. I am wanting to be generous. but I have a hard limit on what I'm willing to spend. So cash envelopes is the second tip or just generally setting a budget. Now, my third tip, this is something that doesn't really help you now, but can help you for next year. Shop as early as possible. So for the very first time, I decided I'm going to wait until Black Friday to see if all the things that I wanted to get are available for a lower price on Black Friday. So I started putting things into my Amazon gift basket basket or one of our shopping cart. And I waited and waited and guess what happened? Black Friday freaking rolled around and everything inside of my cart went up. And some of the items actually went up 60% in price, which is insane, 60%. And so I truly believe that Black Friday is a scam. <laughs> and the thing is, even if those things were jacked up and then went on sale for the original price, I wouldn't have saved any money. The only thing that I did is I wasted time. So I do think that prices get jacked up during the holiday season. In fact, I have now seen that is true. But even if even if you decide, and maybe your item was on sale, maybe you were gonna save $10, I think there's something about the panic of Black Friday until the holidays. There's like this frenzy around holiday sales that make you feel like you're getting better deals than what you are. And so you just easily grab more and more things thinking, oh, this is a good deal and they'll see how generous I am and blah, 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 blah. That's the benefit of starting early, of doing it before Thanksgiving, of doing it way before the actual holiday season ever hits is you're not getting swept up into this frenzy. So that's definitely what I think I will be doing next year is I will be planning as early as possible because Black Friday is a freaking scam. Okay, my fourth tip is a little different. It's not really money related. It is something that you can start doing now. It is money related obviously, but it's learning how to say no and remembering that you can say no. So for me, saying no, I am a people pleaser, saying no does not come naturally to me. Putting boundaries does not come naturally to me. All of the things that require me to not be a people pleaser does not come naturally to me. And I have had to learn how to stop saying yes to everything. And for example, not that long ago, somebody had invited me to something that required me to leave where I was at, drive two and a half hours away, attend, and then drive two and a half hours back or find lodging that evening. So obviously it would have cost me time, gas, and money for gifts and things like that. And while I would have been happy to go to this thing had I been in the same city, had it been something that I could go to, the fact that it was inconvenient was a barrier. But then I also realized this person would not do the same thing for me. This person has never once inconvenienced themselves to go out of their way to come do something for me or come do something with me. So why would I immediately bend and do that for them if I know that favor would never be returned? The thing is, of course, I don't think that every interaction that we have with our friends and family should be looked at as a transaction. But when it's a pattern of behavior that is leaving you drained mentally, emotionally, physically sometimes, and monetarily, then you have to take a step back and say, is this worth my time? Is this worth all the energy I'm spending, all the time I'm spending, all the money I am spending? And if the answer is no, then you need to stop doing it. And so having that moment to be like, this person wouldn't do this for me, that helped me say no and say, no, I really, I just can't make it happen. Period. Can't make it happen. We are still friends. It is still okay. I still love this person. The people pleaser in me wanted to be like, go make sure they still love you because if you don't go, they might not love you anymore. Then maybe they'll never invite you to something again. That didn't happen. We're still very good friends. We still hang out. We still do these things. But for my own peace and to not feel resentful, I had to say no. And I have to say no more and more. Now that I'm 31 years old, I no longer say yes immediately to things. In fact, I think my go-to is saying no. And then sometimes I'll work back into actually let me figure this out and make this happen. So if you are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, that's not what the holidays are supposed to be about. You are not supposed to be feeling stressed and overwhelmed and all that stuff. You're supposed to be enjoying it just like everybody else. And sometimes that means saying no to people who don't deserve your time. So not that they don't deserve it. That sounds harsh. Maybe it is somebody who doesn't deserve your time, but maybe it's just saying yes to yourself instead. And having a night where you don't have plans, having a weekend where you don't have plans, that is plans, my friends. That is plans. Remember that. And don't, yeah, you don't you don't want to end up exhausted. I've been there too many times. A way to do that. If you are a hardcore people pleaser like myself, a really good way to do that is to pause. Do not respond immediately. My issue was always I wanted to say yes immediately because it sounded like a fun thing. It sounded like the people pleaser in me was so powerful that it was just like this automatic, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. But if you just pause and give yourself 12 hours, two hours, three hours, just a little bit of time to really think about if you want to say yes, that's going to make it a lot easier. So just don't respond right away. Okay. And then one more bonus tip. This is bonus tip number five, create sinking funds throughout the year. Now you may be thinking, what is a sinking fund? A sinking fund is essentially just a separate savings goal where you are dedicating a small amount every single month to this item. So maybe you have a car sinking fund where you're like, every month I put away $20 for car maintenance, or every month I put away $15 for a vacation. Every month I do whatever. It's a set amount of money that you are setting aside for this thing you know you're going to have expenses for. The thing is, Christmas is not a surprise. The holidays are not a surprise. It happens every single year. So why not be preparing for it throughout the year? We always say, oh, every month there's something, there's these surprise expenses. But most of the time, these surprise expenses, I'm using air quotes, are not actually surprises. So instead of treating it like a surprise, remember that it happens every year. So whatever you usually spend around Christmas time or the holidays, divide that by 12 and make it a goal to save that amount in a separate bank account. This is one of the reasons I like Ally. This is not sponsored. Ally allows you to have saving buckets. So you could have a bucket that says Christmas on it or holidays or Hanukkah, whatever it is, And then you could put money in there every single month. And then you know that money is available so that when it comes for the holidays, you don't have to go into debt for it. Keep in mind, most of your loved ones do not want you going into debt for the holidays. They do not need you to go into debt in order to show your love for them. So if you're feeling that pressure, if you're feeling like there's no way I can do that this year, don't. (laughs) Give yourself a break. Think of some creative ways to show your love that aren't requiring you going into debt. But also I do want to give you all permission that stop being hard on yourself. It's okay if you're spending a little bit more this time of year, but let's plan better next year. Okay. Okay. And if you're like, cool, I'm ready. I'm going to plan a little bit better next year. Be sure to download my free get your money right guide to get yourself started. Get yourself on a budget. One that doesn't suck do that. I've got videos in there. I've got templates in there. I've got all the things in there for you to get started on your financial journey. So that's all I've got for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. As always, since we're talking about finances, this is not financial advice. Check out our full terms and conditions down in the show notes, and I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.